What is going on, Saints fans? Welcome to another episode of the Saints and Sinners podcast. Once again, it is Alec, it is Jeremy, two of your favorite writers from the Canastro Chronicles. Once again, here to discuss all things New Orleans Saints. And, uh, Jeremy, but we kind of thought about, you know, should we get into the offseason content, talk about some of these key positions that the Saints are going to address through free agency or uh, re-sign on their own. However, the Saints are going to saint, and uh, some, some pretty interesting news came out this week as well as them claiming a player that they initially tried to claim the first time he hit waivers. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll let you decide how you want to go about this. Before we get into the Falcons game, do you want to touch on the player that they claimed, or do you want to touch on the uh, what seems to be the never-ending chronicles of uh, the New Orleans Saints and the uh, Sean Payton debacle? Uh, might as well get Sean Payton out of the way. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this. Jeff Duncan reported uh, earlier uh, this week that, you know, Sean Payton returning to New Orleans isn't necessarily out of the question. Obviously, you know, I feel that if Sean Payton is open to a return with the Saints, I'm all for that 100%. I don't I don't think the first-round draft pick is, is, is worth losing your coach if your coach is open to coming back and you could somehow th- – there's a – Plausible, <clears throat> reasonable path to him coming back. Yeah, it's. I, I'd be curious to see what Gail Benson can actually put together to try and like woo him back to the Saints because he seemed pretty fed up by the end of the year where he retired, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It, it's. I, I don't know what you have to offer. You have an old aging roster. You have no first rounder to draft whatever tall defensive end you want this year. I mean. I don't know. I, I don't know what we have to offer that, like, say the Chargers or the Cardinals or whoever don't have to offer. I think, you know, I think there's a lot of factors going into this, you know, Champagne decision. Yeah. Uh, firstly, if he's ready to come back and coach, obviously, he, it seems like he's really enjoying the gig at Fox. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. he's told several people he's enjoying it a lot more than he thought he would initially. Um which says something nonetheless, like he's taking the broadcasting gig seriously and it looks like he's thoroughly enjoying his time away from football. Right. At least from a coaching perspective. Right. But I think one interesting thing that he mentioned, uh, Chris uh, Rosglevu, who is a very good friend of ours from, I butchered that, I'm so sorry, Chris, Uh, (laughs) from the Spun, uh, actually recently interviewed Chompa and you can find that on his Twitter page um, at Rosglevu. God. Roz Vlaglu report. There we go. There you go. That's closer. R O S V O G L O U. Really good follow. Pretty good, pretty great content. But anyways, he interviewed John Payton, and you know one big thing that Payton mentioned that is attractive to him, besides, you know obviously having a young franchise quarterback, you know a la Justin Herbert, you know Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. you know answer whoever you want, was functioning leadership. You know at the owner. At the GM, and you right. know, obviously, if he were to become a coach, having a firm say in the decisions, uh, and kind of just having a real balance and you know, communication between all three levels, mm-hmm. and it just feels like <sighs> I don't know where else he gets that besides New Orleans right now. You know, I look at the Chargers, and also not to mention, I think all these destinations that maybe um, were appealing to Peyton, you know, could be closing up, you know, right. if the Chargers, you know, go on a run here, given all the injuries they've had this year, I think Stanley has bought himself another year with the team. Uh, obviously with Cliff 
uh, and you know Kyler's done for the year. They miss Hopkins for the first six games. Um, not to mention, I think that group between Kime, Bidwell, and Cliff is very tight. Maybe a little too tight as far as you know them being buddy buddy goes. So he might just buy himself another year. Well, Kime's out now, so yeah. maybe not. Maybe, maybe we'll see. But we'll nonetheless, see he has over. the excuse of Kyler Murray. I don't know right. Kyler Murray for the back half of the year to make a push. So right. Um, and you know, again, you know, the Panthers. Obviously, I don't think you trade Peyton within division like that. Without just, quite the offer, at least. Yeah, without <laughs> you have with, to make a pretty damn good offer. <laughs> it would take more than a one to move Peyton within the division. Obviously, right, right. Um, you know, given the success the Cowboys have had this year, when they missed Dak for you know four or five games, I think Mike McCarthy has kind of bought himself more time there as well. Especially mm-hmm. if they can win a playoff game or two this year, and it looks like in a pretty crappy NFC, that's possible. Yeah. So, again, I just feel like all these openings are kind of, you know, maybe not as open as we thought, you know, at the halfway point. Um, I'd say Raiders would be the one I'd be looking at at the moment. Raiders? probably going to get the franchise quarterback if they keep going the way they're going, to put it nicely. And that's kind of tricky with the Raiders, because obviously the report earlier this year about them being financially tied tied to McDaniels, because A, they're still... I'm assuming Recovering paying off Gruden. Gruden. Yeah. Yeah. And now you have McDaniel, so they can't afford to hire a new coach. So. I wonder if that plays in with the trade. It could. Like, if you were to trade Peyton, I don't know how the contract situation works that way. I, like, it's only want happened, extension? like, once ever, yeah. so we don't really know how it works. Like, like, would Sean want an extension or a reworked contract? or? He was, like, six years when we had him, so I, I think he's got at least three left by next year. I, I mean, the, the one team that might be interesting would be the Rams, just because uh, mm. I truly don't know what is going to happen with McVay. Right. Because, I mean, obviously, I think last year he was a lot closer to retiring than people thought. And, I know, and I know he just hard, re-upped. Yeah. He just re-upped, I think. But... He did, yep. The way that roster is set up long-term, he's, it's not going to be competitive anytime soon. <laughs> No. Uh, no. So I just really don't know if McVay's willing to stick around for that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he could go somewhere else. I, I don't know what his mindset is, if he wants to turn it around or if he's just going to bail. But it's certainly – I mean, Donald's probably going to retire here in the next two years. He almost did this offseason. Stafford's just lost probably got two years left. Yeah, Whitworth is gone now. And then Cup is – I mean, you saw his injury this year. That's not to say that he won't be good, but hey, Ramsey's – falling off a cliff, to put it lightly. He's had a rough year, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. it's been a tough one. So I, I don't know what their future is at this point. So I, I very well could leave, but I don't know what would drop hate in there at that point. <laughs> Maybe one more year and get a Super Bowl if you can with what's there, but I, I don't know. Just being in L.A., that market and everything, I don't know. But That's true, that's true. Yeah, and so they'd I mean, have the money. Yeah, and I mean, you, 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 you know... You have Baker, maybe Baker sticks around and backs up Stafford, and you know when Stafford retires, Sean has his guy. I don't know, but regardless, I I do think the Saints, you know, given the you know obviously Peyton has come out and said that one of his he, he Peyton has said not only is he the best GM in the league, but his best friend being Mickey Loomis. You know they've mm-hmm. hung out outside of football, and right, you know, I think there's a lot more to this, and it's not as black and white in that. The Saints are bad. They don't have a quarterback, and Peyton would not come back. Like I think, 
there is a path to Sean Payne coming back. I just don't know if it is realistic or not. Yeah, I'd be curious to see if Loomis would just go, uh, screw it, trade a bunch of future picks to get a franchise quarterback this year just to appease Sean and bring him back. I, I don't I feel like that could be a thing. I, yeah. I don't really know. Mickey's always been a draft day trader, so. Yeah, for sure. And then also there's the Dennis Allen factor in that, you know, Sean Payton is very close to Dennis Allen. He was a huge – like, Sean Payton is the reason D.A. got the job and, you know, the yeah, glowing recommendation of, you know, this guy can take over the team and he's ready to coach. <laughs> <laughs> Pee-wee, maybe. <laughs> Which, obviously, you know, it's been a rough year for Dennis Allen. Yeah, and I, I just don't know if Sean, you know, is, we would be willing to shark Dennis Allen like that. Because assuming Payton comes back, I don't know – I don't know if – there's a way DA is even back on this coaching staff. I mean, to put it frank, I think the co-defensive coordinator thing has kind of worked out this year. Like, they started figuring it out in these last couple weeks. And they really like Neeson and Richard, like, as coaches. Right. Like, they, so they like, like them. It's at the point where it's like, do you really need Dennis? Like, is there even a place for Dennis if Sean were to come back? Exactly. I'm not certain there is. I'm pretty certain Carmichael would get fired at that point because he, he's pretty clearly shown that Sean was the one running the offense and not him. Yeah, and um, in, in the one it's in the times he was running it, it was you know he had the Breeze offense and right, you know he had yeah. all the talent too. It's yeah. hard to say that, but still, I don't know. There's a lot of things that could change in this coaching staff, and there's also the possibility that absolutely nothing changes in this coaching staff, which would be right. unfortunate, but. Because I think they're going to be very patient with Dennis Allen if, you know, they do decide to move on from Sean. Like, I think right. the staff wants to give him a fair shot. When it's – there's points where it's hard to discredit him because this roster's not been good, to put it frankly. They're not – And the injuries, you know, they've been a problem That's this every year. year, yeah. That's yeah. – I can't really say that. But it's like – there's also points where it's like you need to show emotion, and he finally did last week. He looked like he had emotion, and then we choke jobbed it, mm-hmm. or two weeks ago. So, I don't know. I, I feel like that may have been the last straw. I don't know, obviously, what the ownership group feels about it, but right. I, I feel like if I was an owner right now and I watched my head coach do that, I would probably fire them by the end of the year. So we'll see. These last four weeks will be detrimental. Because you're kind of looking at this realistically, the Panthers legit could win the NFC South. Yeah, because if, Tampa, they, if Tampa, they win out, they win, regardless. Yeah, Tampa has a stupid tart schedule. Yeah. And, you know... Besides us. Atlanta, oh, they're it, not on it. Atlanta has, you know, decided to go with Desmond Riddler, a rookie at quarterback, so I think they're kind of Ritter, out of contention. not Riddler. Ritter. Sorry. <laughs> Me and names today. This isn't the Marvel <laughs> Universe. It's DC, DC actually, it's nerd. DC, yeah, it's DC it. nerd. Uh, um... <laughs> But yeah, no. The, I mean, two weeks ago, you had the prime opportunity on primetime television. Everybody's watching to kind of put the naysayers to rest, and you show that you know, despite all that's happened this year, despite the criticism the staff has faced, right? They could do enough to win this god awful division and a god awful yeah, conference, yeah. and yeah. you choked it. And, hey, Bolsonaro. And now you're looking at a, a, a world where 
Steve Wilkes and Sam Darnold might be hosting a playoff game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not even Brady and, and Bowles, but no. Steve Wilkes and, and Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold. Maybe not even Sam Darnold, maybe P.J. Walker. Walker. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we don't know from a week-to-week basis exactly. at this point. Maybe so, Matt Corral comes back. Who knows? So I mean, like, like you said, like you mentioned earlier, I think you know that game had a lot of uh, determination. Probably. Yeah, yeah. In you know maybe. Instead of a two-year hold, you know, because I thought firmly going into that game that DA had, you know, up until next year to prove he was, you know, worthy. Yeah. But that game... Now it's like, eh. <laughs> It's like that game, and then as you mentioned, these next four games are pretty they're pretty big, you know, for yeah, Dennis Allen as a coach. So When you got... Well, who do we got? We t- got two in-division games against the Falcons and Panthers, and then the Browns and the Eagles, Eagles right? So, yeah. I mean... Regardless of how bad the Panthers and Falcons may be, we haven't proven to be any better. So, if we lose those games, I would be pretty certain that Dennis is gone. If we win them, it's kind of a throw-up still. And if Dennis is gone, I would I would have to imagine your pitch to Sean. You know, you got to wind up to do whatever he can to bring Sean back at that point because yeah, if Dennis Allen looks like he has and continues it through these last four weeks, you got to make some sort of pitch to Sean or at least get a boatload of value back because yeah, it's going to be rough if it's, not. It's going to take more than a one to, for Sean Payton if he does not want to come back. So Yeah, I don't I don't know what the value is is the issue. I don't think anyone knows what the value is exactly. at this point. Like exactly. we, We're all guessing. We can all say whatever we like. but Based on the Gruden, it was what? Right, 10 oh. years ago? <laughs> and that 20 was, almost? And that was two twos and Two ones. Two ones, yeah. Yeah, so. And then they wasted them also. <laughs> yeah, so I just. It's hard to project value, especially now where picks are worth. I don't know if they're worth more or less at this point. I feel like sure. they're worth more, which would indicate that you're going to get less, but I, I'm not sure. Maybe you'll try and get a player instead because you have intrinsic value in a player that you know what you have, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't really know if they would trade a coach for a player. I don't know if that's a thing that would be on the mind of GMs. So. Yeah, exactly. So I just, I don't know. At the end of the day, if Sean Payton wants to come back, I would certainly hear him out and, you know, yeah. really consider it. But, you know. It's tough. It's a tough decision after, you know, he left. I mean, I don't know what his mindset would be at that point because he's coming back into the essentially the same roster that he left <laughs> with a couple more additions that are over 30 so yeah and then i mean i, I mean here's this here's this scenario i tweeted out uh, a couple days ago but i mean if payton were to come back then i mean how would you feel about Jameis winston sticking around because i think that's up to sean at this point yeah, yeah exactly I, I don't know because sean sean seemed to be a guy who Stuck oh, yeah, it out. He seemed happy with him. Yeah. 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 Like, and you know, Sean mentioned it in the uh, article as well that you know, um, uh, that you know, he know, he understands a lot of players are frustrated right now in New Orleans based on this year, but in particular, he mentioned the quarterbacks are, right. are frustrated. So I'm assuming, obviously, he's talking about Jameis and how. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he got kind of screwed out of the job. He got you know hurt and then kind of played hurt, and then the Saints said, oh, you know, your job is safe, don't worry. And then and he lost it, yeah. never really got a chance to fight for it or, you know, see it again. So, right. I don't know, that'd be up, that would be up to Sean, you know, if Jameis has the year to prove himself again, 
you know. My guess is that if we get eliminated in these next one or two weeks, you're just going to see Jameis the last two weeks. I would, one week. I, I would because imagine. I, I, I would at least guess that unless they're really that concerned about his health. But they said he's clear. Or they he's not on the him. injury report any week, so it's like... I mean, I'm telling you, the moment he went on that podcast with Underhill and Triplett... Oh, yeah, no, they, they that were bridge, them. Those bridges yeah. were burned right yeah. away. It, it'll be... I think that would be the one positive about Sean coming back is you would see Jameis still on the roster. I'm not sold that you will after this offseason with what, that thing. Just exactly. Be, and I, I don't blame him. I think what he said was true, and I think, you know, the medical staff on this team needs to shape up or go back to college football, but I, I don't blame him for that. I, I think what he said was true. I just I don't think the coaching staff likes it, to put it simply. Well, they don't like it that it came out to the public, and now... Right, right. Because, I mean... I mean, you know, in the NFL, again, I would never promise something like that to a player. No, that's a bad decision. Because at the end Regardless. of the day, you just never know. I mean, hell, in 2016, who would have thought the fourth-round pick, Dak Prescott, wasn't take over? Right. Tony Romo, who, you know, I think a lot of us thought, went healthy. He's a top bigger. six, right. top seven quarterback at his time. Right. And Dak was hot, and, you know, obviously, they rolled with it. Um, right. I mean, On the bright side, Taysom's going to get an extension if Sean comes back. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> Five years, $250 million. We well, only pay him $4 at the end of the day. It's all dead caps. I mean, Yeah, it's it's all fake. So, I don't know. It's, it's tough. You know, again, I would if Sean is willing to come back, I'm all for it. But I just really don't know. Depending, Like, like you mentioned, depending on these last four games go and kind of what the mentality of this team is at the end of the year, right. would determine a lot. Yeah, it's – I think – these last four weeks are going to kind of determine what happens next year too. Yep. Because if you just suck and you don't get a good pick out of it, I think they're just going to continue to take through next year and get, I don't know, Caleb Williams. So it's a weird position to be put in because it feels like it's a tank. It feels like you're in a rebuild, even though you have all these quality players on the roster It just the coaching and the quarterback situation are so bad that you're kind of ruined it or i mean they could compete it's not that they can't it's just you really got to figure out those two issues first well i just kind of think you know the worst thing for that argument is that how bad the nfc has been this year right that too yeah like it's 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 been so bad this year and i can imagine it's only going to take a step down again next year so i just think the mindset of the saints is going to be easily oh well if we Stay healthy, and if we upgrade the quarterback and, you know, maybe figure right. out what to do with co- at the coach, right. then we're back in the playoff mix. Because I'm assuming Brady – and that's the other thing as well. You know, if Sean Payton were to come back, let's just say in all hypotheticals, if Payton comes back, right, mm-hmm. there is a path where you have Tom Brady here as a quarterback for one, Almost two happened years. with Miami. <laughs> As long as you don't, uh, and they push for it, and you know, I was gonna say, as long as you don't cheat to get it and lose yeah, a bunch of and, picks uh, and your and, owner. And I mean, Brady openly said that you know, if Drew Brees had decided to retire in 2020, I was he gonna go come, yeah. to Sean Payton. Yeah. So there's a path where, if Sean comes back, you know, you might have Tom Brady for a, on a year by year basis, obviously. God, but it'd be weird, man. It would be weird. It's it's something we haven't seen. See, we haven't seen. I don't want to before. I don't want to dig it. Like, I don't want to be aggressive in the no direction of that just because this is exactly what we felt with Jameis when he was coming from Tampa. Everyone's like, ah, fuck, he threw 30 picks. He's horrible. Right. And they all hated him. Right. And then he came in and everyone's like, oh, he's going to be the MVP this year. And it's like, 
I, Seamus Crowd is different. And I let's be real. I live in New England. I've seen Tom Brady for most of my life. I've watched it. I've watched the people around here react to him. I don't like him any more than the next person. But at the end of the day, if he can work with the talent around him, and if he were to come to New Orleans and with a coaching staff that's truly knows how to utilize what he has left in the tank, provided Sean comes back, I don't think it would necessarily be the worst thing. I mean, it would piss off a lot of fans for sure. It would. But I don't know. But I, I wouldn't hate it. It depends yeah. on the money, and it depends on coaching. I the guess the commitment to Brady beyond next year, like you know, it, right? It can't he feels be... like the ultimate option of what we. If we're trying to compete, he feels like that like last year, last two years type of guy that fits the rest of the roster with you know, yeah, Demario's thirty, what two, three, Cam's, Cam's, in his Cam's late thirties, yeah. Tyran's getting up there. Kamara's even showing signs of regression. I mean, your yep. quarterback's position's gone. <laughs> and you got, then you got the Thomas debacle. Thomas, with, who's almost thirty, right? And coming off the, you know, basically not playing football in essentially two, three seasons. So I mean, shit. Even Ramchick's <laughs> what twenty nine, almost thirty. Is he yeah. twenty nine now? He was getting close last I knew. Let's find out. He is 28. He'll be 29 in April. His birthday is two days after mine, actually. Hey, how about that? So I mean, again, like like you just said, if you know, if that's the path, you know, if Peyton comes and then they convince Brady to come, then I'm right. all for going all in on on next year. I'm all for it. Oh yeah, no. If you're if you're bringing in those two as Mickey Loomis, you're competing. Yeah, uh, I don't facts. think there's any other you're, view of it. You're you're pulling <laughs> you're a not Ram. rebuilding you're, you're, Brady. You're pulling a Rams. You're trading you know future right. assets for. You know, help right, right now. Right. You right. know, to fill up the holes and and and, and you know, bringing guys who will help you next year to be in that top two, three team argument in the NFC. Well, the one positive that I could say about bringing Brady in is that he would utilize the hell out of Camara. Yes, because he obviously he doesn't have the arm strength he used to. We saw it when we played. And he gets the ball out of the so quick. But it's so quick that he just and he would utilize Thomas as well because obviously you know. As untrue as the slant boy narrative is, he does run slants quite often. Mm-hmm. So he would be able to utilize that really quickly. Um, Olave, I feel like, would kind of just be there. Like, I feel like he wouldn't get the same type of utilization that you would want, but I don't hate it. I mean, and I feel get, like fucking Gronk would come out of retirement or he something. Utilizes, <laughs> he utilizes tight ends, so you kind of wonder how would Taysom Hill, how would Juwan Johnson oh, fit God. into that offense. Brady and Taysom would be so odd. <laughs> that would be really odd to would think be about. So I don't, there's, there's just a lot of things, you know, if this happens, then that could happen. and Right, it's a lot of and, what if. And, and watch the end of the day, they keep the salad. <laughs> I I swear, it's, it's either they're going to completely, like, focus on – competing this next year or they're just gonna keep dennis allen and not give a shit until 2024 <laughs> and just let it be how it is there won't be a rebuild i i'm pretty certain that there won't be a rebuild with this team in 2023 because there, they just don't to, want to admit there, it there has to be because again like i'm telling you right now if if payton comes and brady comes you throw all your eggs in, into next year into that basket, you know, right? you know screw them draft picks we're trading away 24 25 26 we're right. trading all of our ones so but if not then I'm kind of just in favor of a of a, of a of a of a rebuild because. Oh, I think they need to. I just don't think they're willing to admit that they will. No, they won't. They won't. <laughs> I I it'll be like another five and I don't know what is it five and twelve. <laughs> yeah, five and twelve. I, it's so hard with the new seventeen week schedule. It throws you off. Yeah, it's like how many games are there again? But yeah, it's I feel like they would try to compete 
not compete. And then they'd admit it in 2024. I feel like Mickey was just doesn't want to admit it with 66 million in the hole for yep. cap. So yep. it's hard to admit that when you're dedicated like over the cap amount of money to your roster, yep. which is not good. And I mean, I here, and here's another thing I just thought about. Mm-hmm. Uh, circle back to Brady real quick. Brady's a guy who doesn't really take big money. Right. So you're talking about a team that already is kind of strapped for the cap. And likes to move money Maybe around. For a second. Um, yeah, that fits the mold. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, regardless, none of this even happens if Sean Payton decides he wants to come back and coach this year. So, right. We'll have to uh, wait it, and see. He's going to kind of be the focal point of this offseason for the Saints. Like, there's always one or two. He's the one this year. It's going to be if he comes back, then you build around him. If he doesn't come back, what the hell are we doing? What do you do? Yep. Can we get a pick for this year? Can we try and get a quarterback, please? But I don't know. It, it's going to be – we get closer and closer, and it gets more and more, like, anxious, or at least I do, just because yeah. I feel like this team really, really needs to do something. It needs to commit one direction or the other. They've kind of just been in, like, this little floating around position where they don't really want to commit to anything yet. I agree with you 100%. So We'll see what happens, but um, obviously let's just talk about uh, this year, what the Saints have done. And uh, as of earlier this week, they put in a claim for former Cardinals running back, former Texans running back, Eno Benjamin. He's joining the squad uh, after having a career day against the Saints on Thursday Night Football as a member of the Cardinals. Uh, 12 carries from 92 yards, averaged 7.7 yards a carry. Uh, He was then kind of surprisingly waived by the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. We never really got an explanation as to why. I'm pretty certain it's just because Keontae Ingram's really good. <laughs> and James Conner was getting healthy. Right. That's um, so he was claimed by the Texans, and then the Texans had just cut him. So now he's here. Obviously, this this comes after Mark Ingram was put on injured reserve, likely mm-hmm. all but ending his year. Um, right. So, Jeremy, I know this is a guy you've been kind of keeping around for a while. Like, when the the, the Cardinals oh, yeah. first cut him, you were all on this. <laughs> I was all on it, yeah. You were all this in the group chat about, yes, bring in Eno Benjamin. So, oh, yeah. let me ask you, what does he bring to the table uh, as a backup to Alvin Kamara? And how can he kind of help rejuvenate this running game that's been kind of, well, dead since well, uh, the Raiders game, I want to say? To put it lightly, with how many fumbles we've had this year... He hasn't fumbled in two years, and he's had, I don't know, 100-plus rushing attempts. He has sure hands. He's versatile. He can play his own rushing, but he can also run up the middle like Ingram does. We saw it against us. He has that kind of swing game in the screens where he can just come around and just torch your whole defense. So he has versatility. The issue that's going to become, will Dennis Allen use him? And if he does, will he use him correctly? Uh um, I feel like if not, he's just going to get cut and I'm going to be pissed. But <laughs> it, this is like the time where it's like, oh, God, Sean Payton would turn this kid into like, you know, the next fucking Reggie Bush. But hmm. it, it, I think I I don't know. I can't say I think that he's going to be good, but I hope that he's going to be good with this type of scheme. I feel like Kamara's going to get less and less utilization. We've seen it all over social media. People complaining about how he's been utilized. It's correct. He's not being utilized at all. They're wrong to complain. I mean, I'm sorry. They're right to complain. Right. No. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think they're. Uh, yeah. They're, 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 they're right not to... wrong. Right. And that's on Dennis. And that's on Carmichael. But that's also a quarterback thing. 
I don't know why Dalton doesn't throw to running backs when he can't push the ball downfield, but I don't know what that is. I, I hope we can turn these play, players that we're going to sign this offseason into something, but Benjamin, I think, could be a long-term option for the Saints. He's only 23. He's shown that he has talent. It's just you have to use him correctly. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, it's cheap. You have nothing to lose at that position right now. He's probably the best free agent running back out there right now. So I'd rather him than David Johnson, to be frank, even though they've both been on the same teams, I'm just realizing. But yep. I think Benjamin's a good quality young back that if he pans out, you don't have to waste a draft pick on one this offseason and back up Camaro. I feel that. I like that. Good, good analysis there, Jeremy. Great job. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, there's running backs in this class, too, so I'm not saying you can't draft one. I just... Then if actually, you can save the pick for something else, it's probably the preferable route. And it's a surprisingly deep free agent class at the running back position as well. That's also true. There's also options there. Yeah, it's so. just how much money are you actually going to have at this point. <laughs> right. So, And also, I mean, again, just how much they utilize Benjamin. And, you know, because right. uh, we, as we've seen, they... they have a tendency to not utilize running backs uh, in the way right. they're supposed to be. So He's got a really good frame, so I think it's hard to utilize him the wrong way, which is nice. Like, he's, what, 5'10", uh, we'll, we'll 200? It's like, uh, it's like, you know, Jurassic Park, John Hammond. Life <laughs> finds a way. The Saints find a way. When you think no, you the Saints don't find a way. Benjamin does. <laughs> the, faint, the Saints will find a way to take something we like and we'll want to see lose. happen and not... Have it like, like, look, we finally signed LSU players, not to mention two will probably be not be the, on the roster. The for greatest, next the greatest in the in the history of the, of the team at LSU, and Landry and and Tyron <laughs> Matthew. Much at this point, and look, and look what, look what, look at this. Yeah. So the Saints will always collapsed. find a way to they'll find a way to saint it. So. Oh yeah. What was true. I gonna say? There was something I was gonna say and I forgot. Oh no. Oh, um, we're getting Eric McCoy back this week, supposedly, or at least yes. he's designated to return off IR. He yep. could, he could not, but that's and, huge for the running game. And maybe Warner as well. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking specifically for Benjamin and Kamara, maybe that'll kind of lighten their load at least a little bit when they're running up the middle. So, well, <laughs> Because dives. for some god-awful reason, we run 50 halfback dives with Kamara every week instead of using him correctly. Yep. Oh god, it's that's obnoxious. It's that's amazing. like I have this group chat that I just have two friends and we talk about the game, and all we do is just say halfback dive, halfback dive every time Kamara comes on the field. It's bad. It's just amazing. I don't know how you goof it up like that. It's, I don't even know if it's coaching. I feel like maybe the playbook's just not designed correctly. Like probably they just not. kind of took Sean's and botched but it. They I probably only have like half of Payton's playbook. <laughs> Some McDonald's <laughs> fucking menu. It's probably just half of it. And- yeah, it's like a Denny's menu. I, I don't know. It, it's it's hard to say because I feel like they have a lot of versatility in plays. Like, there's a lot of different plays they run, but they only run them, like, once a game. Yep. <laughs> it's a lot of halfback dive. There's not a lot of screens for some reason, even though... There's no stretches. Well, sorry. There's screens. There's tight end screens, and they're for one yard on third and 15. But... Well, you yeah. don't run anything with Kamara out of the backfield anymore. Nope. I don't know why they don't use him. Nope. It's just like, oh, he fumbled because we're idiots and we run him up the middle every down. Just sit him on the bench. Yep. <laughs> Call the next guy up. I yep. don't know. It's odd. It's annoying. It's, it's the Saints. It's the Saints. It, yeah, I was going to say, it, it's, it's the coaching staff. It's, of Saints, the Saints. it's Saints football at its finest. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> so I feel, it's weird because it's like you feel like any rational human being would realize that running the guy that's a screen back right up the middle every down is not working. Oh, maybe we should change something. Nope. It's probably because they, it. it's probably because they think nobody thinks they're gonna do that. That's also true. Except like, they, they probably think they're geniuses for <laughs> It's like the Taysom thing. It's like, oh my god, he threw a ball, and then they run him 30 times straight right into the middle of the fucking defense, and he just gets like a yard. It's like they sit there and go, huh, so Kamara's the guy who catches, you know, balls on the <laughs> backfield, run up the runs middle. stretch plays, <laughs> runs the toss cracks. How about instead we carry him up the middle? They'll never see it coming. <laughs> Destroy his career because he's just yeah. going to get pounded in the ground every so. time. It's obnoxious. And they're using him as, like, a blocker, which I've noticed the last couple weeks. They have him, like, blocking linebackers coming up the middle. Which, granted, you kind of need that with backs, but you typically use the bigger backs for that, not Alvin Kamara, who's a shifty back. Right. Yeah. Ingram, fucking Kirk Merritt, even. I mean, like, J.P. Holtz. Like, we always had that guy on the roster that was just... I was going to say Josh Hill. Like, there was always the one guy on the roster. John Oh, yeah. It's always been there. We've always had fucking Kevin White was one of them. Who's the... There was a receiver that we signed that was solely that, and I can't remember his name. Who what? Oh, no. This is gonna... It was 2020, I think. Let's see if I can find our depth chart from that year. It was this receiver, and that's all he did. Oh, he just um, sat in the box. Um, um, oh, I, I know who name? you're talking about. 81. No. Who? No, yeah, that's not the one. Who was it? Oh, now, that's going to bother me so Now it's bothering me. Cause so I much now. Because I, I could put a face to it. It was at the it. end of the year, right before we went to the playoffs, we signed I could, I could put a face to it. Oh, okay, now no. it's going to bother me. Bother <laughs> Why me. did I say it? Now it's going to bother me. Let me see. He had a really unique name, but I can't remember what it was. 2020 New Orleans Saints roster. Here we go. Okay, this is starting roster. Hello, the rest of the roster. Uh, position. Not Benny Fowler. That... Was that him? No, that's not the one. Benny Fowler. He was one of them, but that's not the one I was thinking about. Yeah, because I, I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, it was the end of the year, too, so he's not going to be on the depth chart, of course. Ah, oh, shoot. Can I, was it 2021, maybe? I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure it was 2019 or 2020. Let's see. Oh, God, Ian Book. Let's not go down that hole. God, now it's bothering me, too. No, we're not going to find him. I'm pretty certain of it. Because it was like the end of the year. Let's see. Saints sign wide receiver 2020. <laughs> Krishan Hogan. That's who? Krishan Hogan. Is that him? That might be him. Number eighty-one. I found him. That's 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 who. I, that's yeah, what, that's him. That's, that's the I was guy. Him. Yep, yep. That's yep, who it is. Yep. 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 <laughs> oh, that is him. He was. God. He came in like three snaps a game, and he would just be like this big old. He was like a tight end almost. He just blocked. That's all he did. It, it was like the biggest waste of the receiver position ever, but it was hilarious. Yeah, that's right because he took Wolves Jordan Humphrey's number for like two weeks. Yep. He took 84, and then he switched to 81. Ah, uh, that's him. Okay, glad we figured that out. That would have bothered me all night if I couldn't figure out who that was. We got to figure it out. When was that? I'm curious when we signed him. Krishan Hogan. 
Oh, the Panthers signed him. Of course they did. Uh, yeah. December 2019. It was right before the playoffs. It was 19, not 20. Well, it was in the 20. That's why I was thinking 20. Ah, gotcha, uh, okay. that's funny. That was him. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> uh, what a guy. Really quick, let's talk about this game against the Falcons. Obviously, it's going to be at home. Uh, Desmond Bridges getting the start his first mm-hmm. uh, coming off the bye week. Um, what are we thinking here? Are the Saints going to come out with the win at home against uh, Atlanta? 450 yards for Desmond Ritter, five touchdowns. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> this, it, it, oh, he's a mobile quarterback, The too. most Saints fashion. Yeah. It is the most Saints fashion to lose to this kid. He's a, I'm almost he's, certain he's, he's mobile, gonna look like an MVP candidate. He's a mobile quarterback, too. We don't really defend that. That, too. Right. Yeah. And you also have Cordero Patterson, who torches us every game. Yep. Oh, is he? He came back, right? He came off IR a couple weeks ago? Yes. He's playing. Okay. Yeah. Yes, we're, we're really screwed. But um, they'll be down pits. But they didn't use Pitts he to begin with. I was going to say, they yeah. barely used them anyway. So, yeah, so. <laughs> He's like the uh, the Alvin Kamara of the Falcons. Agreed. You just don't use him at all, or correctly. Uh, so, uh, I uh, give me give me a winner and a prediction uh, in this game. I don't even know at this point. Like, I, I, f- I would say Falcons. As much as I don't want to say that, it's just this team will find ways to lose. And granted, so did the Falcons. <laughs> we saw it in week one, but... It's all about who pulled, <sighs> who, who, who pulled the most recent Falcons move. Right. I mean, and, we've lost a lot since that week we one game. Like, we lost Thomas, who was a large part of that comeback. We lost Jameis, who was also a large part of that comeback. Landry hasn't shown anything since that game that's indicative of what he did in that game anyway. That doesn't help um, well, still just here, throws but, curls every time. Right, that's also true. Landry <laughs> doesn't really get an opportunity to play. Um, yeah, I, I presume the Falcons are going to win. I, it'll be a close game. We'll find some way to choke it, whether it be a missed field goal or just letting Desmond Ritter throw 100 yards on the last drive. I don't know. I'm actually picking Atlanta <sighs> as well, and I say this because I oh. think... As you mentioned, I think this is going to be a classic game where Desmond Ritter just comes out and the Falcons have all the momentum and the Saints will just be gassed. And it will okay. be embarrassing. I'm, I'm trying to find who, uh, which random receiver is going to torch us this week. Zacchaeus? Nah, he's too... He well, People know about him now, at least. It'll oh. be Kaderil Hodge. That's the one. Definitely Kaderil Hodge. God. It's always like hate, one of the hate, third to fifth I, guys. I hate, I hate that you're right about this. It'll be Kaderil Hodge or it'll be Frank Darby. I'm pretty certain one of the two will have at least 50 yards. I, I hate <laughs> that you're right. <laughs> or It'll either be 50 or it'll be like a 70-yard touchdown in like the first two drives. It's always that. I don't know what our issue is, whether it's we just focus on the good players, but fortunately there's not really any Good phenomenal <laughs> receivers here. I mean, you have London. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to slight him. London's been solid, but there's not a lot of guys that necessarily shouldn't be free agents at the moment on the roster. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I but mean, Zacchaeus has been on good against us for a long time. So ha- I figured having, they'll cover him. Having said all of what you just said about how bad the Falcons are, they're still gonna torch us. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, I, I'm, they will. I'm not saying we're any better at this point. It's uh they'll torch us. Yeah, I oh Parker Hesse, that's who it's gonna be. It's this fucking tight end that's gonna take over for Pitts. It's I can definitely see it this now. kid. How old is he? Seven is he like catches. 50? Seven oh, catches. Yeah, Twenty seven. 
98 yards, two touchdowns in the game. Yeah. I can see it so happen. He, he's got seven for 75 this season. It's going to be this one. He's <laughs> oh, from God. Iowa. He's going to mad. Heard he's he's going to overdo his season total of one game. Oh, no doubt. He'll overdo his career total. It's 118. <laughs> he, God. And he, he'll have his first career touchdown. Maybe four. Who knows? God, maybe four. <laughs> I'm pretty certain there's going to be one of them. I don't know. It'll be whoever's on Adebo <laughs> or Chris Harris or both. Sheesh. Yeah, it's. Sheesh. Is La- Did Lattimore get. I forgot to look at the injury report real quick, actually. We should probably go over that because it came out yesterday. Let's see. Uh, he practiced Saints yesterday. Injury report. Did he really? He did. Let's see. Zach Bond didn't practice. Who cares? GT Gray limited. Okay, that sucks. But... <laughs> I mean, I, I can't even say that's, like, irrelevant. He's actually the only reason our special teams isn't dying every week. Ingram's out. Juwan Johnson came back. You're going to say he has seven touchdowns. He uh, will. Cam Jordan was limited. I think he'll be fine. Vladimir was limited. Eh, maybe he will play. I don't know. Well, it, I think Thursday will be, a, well, Big today, day. will be more indicative of what is actually going to happen, but... Watts didn't practice great. I mean, it's not like you can get any worse than he's been the last couple of weeks. That so. was only an illness. Yeah. And he made all of his field goals last oh, week or two yay. weeks ago. He was from like 20 yards. <laughs> <laughs> he made all from 30. Yeah. Uh, so that, 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 season, that season percentage went up. Oh, yeah. It's at like 4% now. Um, Troutman was limited. Ramchick was limited. Turner's coming back, presumably. He's limited anyway. Washington didn't practice, so it's literally just going to be Kamara, David Johnson, and Eno Benjamin starting. Uh, Pete Werner could come back. He was limited. P.J. Williams did not practice. Yeah, this is... <laughs> and then the Falcons side of it. One dude. <laughs> well, two. Sorry. Marcus Mariota, who went on injured reserve that day. And then yep. Chuma Adoga. So it sounds uh, about right. Yeah, it's <laughs> the same thing it's been all year with this team. I don't know. I If Lattimore plays, then he's going to be the one that gets torched by the random no-name receiver. Unless they put him on London, then maybe he'll do something. But he, when was it? Was it, I think it was the Packers week one game last year. And he got torched by someone, and I don't remember who it was. Was it Valdez or was it, it might have been Lazard. I think it was Lazard. He was on Lazard half the day and just could not cover him for some reason. And then he broke his hand, and then he really couldn't cover him, but. It covered uh, Adams pretty well in that game. I don't know what Devontae's issue is with this team, but the last two times they've played him, he's been shut out, essentially. Good old Alante Taylor. Oh, the Saints. The Saints. The Saints. <laughs> uh, having said that, we will, we are proud to announce we'll be starting our offseason uh, position on breakdown, starting with quarterbacks, running backs, to get ready for the offseason and what uh, what how this roster could look. As we get to, as we head toward uh, 2023, so uh, running it on that, uh, Jeremy, any last words before we uh, wrap up this episode? Shout out to Eno Benjamin. Please have a good game because otherwise we will not have a run game. <laughs> it's bold of you to have that much faith in the, faith in the coordinator to give Eno. The oh no, I don't. I'm just hoping Eno Benjamin can overcome whatever stupid play they design him into. Halfback dive. It's gonna, I was going to say, like, a quarterback dive. They're going to put him at the, the fucking wildcat wild cat. quarterback and make him run up the middle. Uh, I don't know. Oh, man. The Hopefully Saints. Good. The Saints. The Saints. So, uh, 
like we said, uh, until next time, we're going home with the Saints and Sinners podcast. And until next time, we'll see you guys then. See you.